As a way to honor all of the mothers on here, from now through Mother's Day weekend, you can grab the My Essential Birth course and get the new bonus birth affirmations track plus matching birth affirmation cards and get entered to win one of three goodies from Docatot. Or you can be one of the first five to bundle and save grabbing the My Essential Birth and Postpartum course. And I will personally send you a handmade 100% muslin cotton belly bind with your bonus tutorial video. Plus you get all the bonuses from before the birth affirmation track, matching birth affirmation cards, and you get entered to win one of three goodies from Docatot totaling $247 worth of goodies. Head to myessentialbirth.com forward slash get started and join me in the birth course today. Happy Mother's Day. Women have been giving birth for centuries, so it's a pretty natural experience, right? Wrong. I'm Stephanie King, professional doula, childbirth educator, and the creator of the My Essential Birth Course, the online childbirth education course that's helping women everywhere confidently achieve their best birth. Today's culture would have us think that birth should be treated like an illness or an emergency, and that most of us need other people telling us what's best for our bodies because we aren't the experts. So sit tight, because if you're tuning into this podcast, you'll probably start to believe in your body, your intuition, and find yourself empowered and confident to do what it takes to have the birth of your dreams. If you like listening to me take you through these weekly topics step-by-step, then you're going to love the My Essential Birth course. Make sure that you're subscribed to the podcast and definitely head over to myessentialbirth.com for the free downloads mentioned right here in these episodes and to join the birth course and community full of pregnant moms just like you. I have to add a disclaimer that I am not a medical professional and I cannot provide medical advice. All of the information expressed in this podcast are based off of personal, professional, and educational experiences and are my own opinions. Please work with a provider you trust for medical advice during your pregnancy and birth. Welcome back to the podcast, you guys. And I'm excited to start with this week's reviewer of the week, which is Tabs33. She says, amazing. My name is Tabitha. I found this podcast when I was about 26 weeks pregnant when my husband and I decided to switch providers. Not only did I get knowledge about what questions I should be asking, but to have the confidence in myself to switch. I started binging the podcast and fell in love with what I was listening to. The birth stories to finding out that you can say no in the hospital mind blown emoji. (laughs) I love that. I recommend this podcast and the birthing class that Stephanie puts on to all my mama friends. Thank you so much, Tabitha. Even if they have already had babies, I feel there's always more to know. 10 out of 10 recommend. Thank you, Tabitha. And I'm going to agree with you 100%. There's always more to know. You guys, I am still learning. And I think as new things come out or just, you know, we have updates to things or ACOG comes out with something or there's new evidence for other things, there's always room to learn. So I hope that you will feel up to date listening to this. This week's podcast is all about do I need a doula for my birth? And I hope that at the end of this, you will be in a better place to decide if this is something that you want to tack on to your birth experience. I do believe there's a ton of benefits. I also understand there's a cost involved and you got to get dad on board. There's a couple of things to go through. Also, just what your comfort is. So I'm going to help you work through that today with this podcast episode. Now, many of you listening are already going to know what a doula is, and that's great, but a few of you won't, so I'm going to give a brief overview, and then I want to jump into how will they support me, right? So that's question for you. How are they going to support you um, prenatally, during birth, and postpartum? So here's what a doula is. The word doula comes from a Greek word, which means women's servant. So it is a service 
uh, place for one woman to serve another woman. This one specifically during pregnancy and birth. So when you think of a birth doula, now there's postpartum doulas and I've done an episode on that. I'll link that in the show notes. But specific for birth, that's what I'm going to talk about today. Remember that a doula, this is one of the great things about them. They work for you, not your provider. They are in no way connected to that provider, or they shouldn't be. Um, Their sole responsibility is to focus on you. They provide physical, emotional, and educational or informational support during pregnancy, birth, and even postpartum. Uh, And the great thing about a doula is she'll be with you during your entire labor experience as much as you desire her to be there, and she will remain with you postpartum for a few hours. That's after your provider has already left. So this is somebody that really is dedicated to you and sees you through this entire process. It's really beneficial to have somebody in your corner kind of this whole way through. Um, And they typically do a postpartum visit as well. So I'll get into that a little later on in this episode. But how will they support you? What does that look like? So I will tell you a little bit about what I do um, and what this should look like for other doulas in these settings. So prenatal visits are one of them. And one of the top things that we do is education. And that really stems from what are mom's preferences, getting to know the mom. Now, as I'm talking about this, I'm going to back up just for a second. Something that you should have done if you already have a doula is you've interviewed, right? So you have asked, just like I'm telling you guys all the time, Find a good provider. Interview that provider. Um, Make sure that you're interviewing more than one. It's the same with doulas. And when I interview with a family, I always say, make sure you meet with another doula too. Because personality is so huge in this space. Um, And I've shared this before, that even somebody who has years and years of experience, maybe a ton of certification, extra trainings, all that stuff, you might feel more comfortable um, having someone else in your birth space who isn't as educated, who hasn't been doing it as long, who has a completely different birth experience than the one that you've um, previously interviewed. So I really recommend that you take your time, you meet with one, two, three, as many as you want. You can even talk to them on the phone. It doesn't have to be an in-person thing. And then see how you feel. So for myself, when I interviewed doulas, the one that did have all the experience and all the credentials and all that stuff... She was wonderful. I would have loved to have her in my birth space. The one that I hired, I think it was her third birth, second or third birth. It was really early on, but I was like, this is somebody I want in my birth space. So um, once you have your doula, this is what they should be doing. Um, Education is a big one. So particularly if you're a mom who hasn't taken a childbirth education course, your doula should be doing a lot of that education. With moms that haven't taken a birth course, when I go to support them, that usually means I'm doing about two prenatal visits. And maybe one is over the phone. Um, Maybe a lot of that information comes by email, but there's much to know. And I'm always going to recommend that a mom takes a birth course, but particularly if she hasn't, that's my job as a doula to educate as much as I can and as much as she can handle before that birth process begins. Um, Other things that happen during prenatal visits are hands-on touch. So you don't want, just like I tell you guys to practice with your birth partner, you don't want the first time that the doula is touching you to be in labor because you might really need that support and it might be even more awkward if you haven't had any kind of physical touch prior. So I do something like, let's do some counter pressure together. I always ask, is it okay if I touch you? And then we do a little bit of physical touch so that she understands my touch so 
that I know how to communicate with her about what she needs when I'm touching. All of that happens during a prenatal visit. During those prenatal visits, it's also an opportunity for your doula to get to know you and for you to get to know her. So it's just kind of this get to know you exercise as well. And then this is where the doula can help with recommendations. So this getting to know you is figuring out what's your preferences, what's your birth plan look like, what kind of provider are you with, what kind of support are you going to need emotionally and physically and informationally during that process, depending on how this person has set up their birth space. Um, And that's an opportunity for this doula to give recommendations about, oh, if this is the birth that you're looking for and this is the setting that you're in, here's some things that you can do prior to even going into your birth space or once you're in your birth space with or without your birth partner to help you succeed at that um, birth that you're looking at. So along with that, they should be available for um, kind of prenatal labor calls or prior to labor calls, text, support, that kind of thing. Uh, and I usually say for myself, it's in my contract. It's like a two-week prior, two-week post your due date. This is when I'm available. You can call me 24 hours. And of course, I make myself a little more available as needed. But those are times that are blocked off and I make really clear, you know, contact me first and, and we can discuss all of these things. And of course, that's for things that are non-emergent. Um, but I can't tell you how many pictures <laughs> I've received of mucus plugs and, um, you know, texts like, am I in labor? Or, you know, is this my mucus plug? Those kinds of things all go through the doula um, and it's really fun. It's nice to have somebody that can support you there, that it's not awkward. There's no such thing as TMI between a doula and her client. All of that stuff should be really good, good um, relationship stuff for you guys to have. The other thing that a doula does is a lot of physical support. And so physical support can look like hands-on, which again, we do kind of prenatally, but obviously that's going to happen in the birth space. So that's like counter pressure or rolling tennis balls down your back or massage or soothing touch, um, anything physical like that. And then there's kind of a lot of background work that happens during birth too. And the benefit of having a doula is she can take care of all of that so that mom and dad get to stay together the whole time. That's things like let me get a wet rag or a heat pack or ask the nurse for a birth ball or whatever needs to be done in the background. Your doula can take care of that so mom and dad can stay together. Uh, along with that is making sure mom has what she needs. So that's like, oh, you know, where's the food? Has she had a sip of water recently? Does she have chapstick? Does she need to empty her bladder? Um, is there like a honey stick she needs to have or some kind of snack that she needs right now? Really paying attention. Is she too hot, too cold? Can I get you socks? Can I take them off? Can I get a wet rag? What do you need? And all of that happens, that kind of background stuff just makes it so much more calm for mom and dad during the actual labor process. Another thing that doulas do as far as physical support is encouraging and helping mom into new positions during birth. So not to get too deep into it, but it's a really good idea if you can switch positions about every 30 minutes. Um, There's a whole thing called the pain gate theory that I talk about within the birth course. But basically, when you switch positions, it confuses you know, the little pain receptors that go up to the brain and it gives you a little more comfort and um, an opportunity for baby to move into new positions too. So movement is actually really important during birth and it's really easy to get stuck in the same one and think that you're comfortable and get to a place where you feel like you can't get out of it if you don't have somebody encouraging you to do that. Along with that is reminding mom to use the restroom. This is another thing. If mom has a full bladder, it is actually more difficult for her body to dilate. 
during labor. So this is something, and dads, if you're listening or moms, if you're listening to this and you want dads to hear it, you should be changing position every 30 minutes and using the restroom every 30 minutes to an hour. Um, And along with that means you're probably wanting to make sure that you're getting enough water. So little sips of water throughout that time is going to be really important. And then I kind of mentioned it, um, but something that doulas get to do is to help mom and dad come together. And so prenatally, we're going to talk about a lot of these things and how we can support. And while I'm there during that prenatal visit, it'll be like, okay, put your hands here, feel this here, mom, how does that feel? And getting them to work together. The same goes for birth time. Um, It is an opportunity for me to notice um, an area where mom needs support, uh, maybe particularly physical support. And instead of just jumping in and taking care of of it really involving dad like hey do you if you put your hands here or if you touch her like this massage here and I'll do this and so it's just encouraging um, dad to know what to do so he doesn't feel so lost and like he wants to back away and just let whatever's happening happen but he's actually a part of that entire experience I also mentioned that doulas help emotionally so how do we do emotional support when it comes to birth to labor one of the big things that a doula does and it sounds a lot like nothing, is holding space. It's literally being in that room, being present and aware of what's going on and encouraging, even quietly, that quiet encouragement. We call that holding space and it makes a huge difference for moms, for her feeling safe, for her feeling comfortable, for her lack of pain. All of that comes from just having somebody supportive nearby. Now, of course, birth partners, right? We're going to include them in that. Um, but it's interesting when they've done studies where they literally hadn't had the doula doing nothing else but being next to mom, maybe holding her hand, but no counter pressure techniques, no um, encouragement or, or physical anything, just being there, smiling, holding space. Those mothers did better overall. It's something that we need as people. It's something that we need as women. And in this vulnerable, sacred space of birth, this is a very big deal for moms who have anybody in that space. And a doula is someone who can do that. Uh, Along with that is going to be positive encouragement, protecting your birth map. So she is, a doula should be very aware of your birth plan. She maybe even help you write it. Um, She should have copies herself. Mom has copies. Uh, She's very kind and encouraging. But when it comes to advocating, so that's something doulas do not do. Um, I can't advocate for you, but I can help you advocate for yourself. So if I see something that's contrary, happening that's contrary to what you've put on your birth map, and I can say, hey, mom, didn't you want, and so it gives you a chance to kind of come out of labor land for a second and say, oh, yes, I did want that, or I don't want that. Thank you. Um, Sometimes providers don't super love that (laughs) about having a doula in the space. Um, Other providers are very respectful of that and like, oh, yes, thanks for the reminder. So it just depends. But that is one of a doula's jobs. That's one of my jobs when I'm in the birth space. Uh, Making sure that mom is never alone. This is another kind of emotional You're physically there, but it's part of that emotional support. So guess what? Dads can sleep, they can pee, and they can eat when you have a doula present and mom does not need to be left alone or feel like she's alone. Um, I've been through many a births, especially long ones, where dad does need a nap or we you know, switch off and we're going to take turns when mom does not need that big support. And then when things are like, it's okay, it's go time, there's active support or active labor and it's time for both of us to be supporting, then I can wake dad up and say, hey, (laughs) you grab 
that hip. I'll grab this hip. Glad you had a nap and let's get to it. Uh, Along with that, I kind of talked about that education, that information. A lot of that happens prior to labor. But the best part about having a doula is that when decisions need to be made during the actual birth process, you have somebody that says, okay, here's what that nurse just recommended from your provider or by themselves. And here's what that means. And here's your options. Because oftentimes, especially in a hospital setting, it's rare that you're going to have somebody that says, here's your other options. Like I, you know, nurse comes in and they recommend something. It's rare. It's on the more rare side that this nurse is also going to say, but you could also do this or you could also do this. And here's the benefits and risks of each. What do you think? Um, and I don't mean anything negative or anything like that um, for for nurses or anybody in the birth space that's recommending this. It may just be what they believe is best. And that's why the recommendation happened. Um, other times it's, you know, there there's other things that are not so positive. But for the most part, for the, for the nurses that I've been um, a doula with during birth, that's not what it is. <laughs> they're just coming up. They're giving recommendations. They think this is the next best thing. Um, however, because I'm very aware of what mom is wanting of how these things are received for her, it gives me an opportunity to say, you know, here's what was recommended. Here's the benefits and risks to that. Here's some other options. What do you want to do? And just having somebody in the space that can offer um, some different opportunities really brings comfort to mom. So I think that's an absolute benefit to having a doula in your birth space. As a way to honor all of the mothers on here, from now through Mother's Day weekend, you can grab the My Essential Birth course and get the new bonus birth affirmations track plus matching birth affirmation cards and get entered to win one of three goodies from Docatot. Or you can be one of the first five to bundle and save grabbing the My Essential Birth and Postpartum course. And I will personally send you a handmade 100% muslin cotton belly bind with your bonus tutorial video. Plus you get all the bonuses from before the birth affirmation track, matching birth affirmation cards, and you get entered to win one of three goodies from Docatot, totaling $247 worth of goodies. Head to myessentialbirth.com forward slash get started and join me in the birth course today. Happy Mother's Day. Now, why should you have one? (laughs) I just gave you a couple of reasons, but I want to go over just some quick statistics and I will put links for these statistics um, in the show notes so you can check those out. But here's some quick facts that I think are, you know, indicative of doulas being good. 25% decreased risk in a cesarean birth. Women who have doulas, there's been a couple studies that have been done. They have a decreased risk in cesarean birth. And we know, especially here in the United States, when it's one out of every three, if you can reduce that by 25%, that's huge. That's so big. Um, There's a 41-minute average reduction of the overall labor, a 25% shorter labor, 10% decrease in use of medications for pain relief, Doulas are often used for women who are looking for unmedicated births. And 31% increased satisfaction overall in their birth experience. So for women who did not have a doula before and they had one this time, they have an increase in that um, the positive birth experience. Okay, so the big question, should you have a doula? Do you need a doula for your specific birth? I'm going to run down just a couple of kind of like the types of births 
and what that could look like for you in those situations. And then, of course, as always, you get to decide who you want in your birth space. So for a hospital birth where mom is using medication, a doula can help you get farther into birth before you're utilizing that epidural. And the benefits of that are okay, I know I want to have, I don't want to go through this without an epidural. I know that is what I want to do, but it's really important to me that I can avoid a cesarean birth at all costs. Well, one of the best ways to do that is to work through labor until you're really far or farther into the active stage of labor. And that happens a little closer to six centimeters plus. And we say, you know, dilation doesn't tell you anything, but if we're going off of where somebody's at. You've got really long, strong contractions that are getting closer together, longer, stronger, closer together. Um, You're really working through them and you know that you're about six centimeters plus. That's a really great time for a mom to get an epidural. I mean, especially if you're feeling like that's when you would like to have it. If you're feeling like you can go farther, great. The farther you can get, the better it'll be. But um, that really active labor means You're not going to completely slow everything down and stall labor um, and end up with a much longer labor than you expected. So a doula can help you get farther into labor before uh, you get that epidural. And they can also meet you at home. So if the plan is to, well, let's go into the hospital a little bit later because we know we want that epidural later in labor, then a doula can meet you at your house before you ever step foot in the hospital. And that can be a really great thing for you too. Again, that information during the birth process so that you can help make educated decisions even when you're choosing to have an epidural. There are plenty of decisions that still need to be made and a doula can help you to navigate all of those decisions. And then reminding you of your desires for birth and pushing and postpartum um, and not just reminding you, but reminding your provider. So same thing, you know, maybe you have an epidural, but you didn't want an episiotomy. Um, Episiotomies, depending on your provider, can be much more common, especially with an epidural. And so maybe it gets there and you're like, oh, like the doula is like, hey, I, I don't, I think on her birth plan, it said she didn't want an episiotomy. Like, mom, how do you feel about that? Um, And again, if a provider's reaching for the scissors, he's usually not very happy about that, but it is what it is. (laughs) That's the doula's job. Um, And then making sure that you get all the information. So that is during the birthing process. That is postpartum, um, particularly in the hospital setting. All of that can happen with a doula with a medicated birth with an epidural. Now, of course, with a hospital birth that a mom is trying to use no medication, this is probably the number one where um, doulas do get hired. I'd say more so than a mom looking for an epidural with a hospital birth, um, but I'm seeing a lot more of that too as well. So anyways, if you are planning to have an unmedicated hospital birth, Back to some of the same things for the medicated hospital birth. The doula can meet you at your home. Um, They provide phone support before. So a lot of, I get a lot of calls of like, oh, my contractions, they're like 10 minutes apart and I think I'm feeling them. And it's like, okay, yeah, that sounds great. Thanks for letting me know. (laughs) Now, uh, give me a call in about an hour and let's check back in. And I'm waiting for certain signs and I'm waiting to hear how their voice changes and all that kind of stuff. So a doula can really help gauge what, where you are in your birth um, and uh, how far you are in labor before she decides to just come over. Uh, Because it really is, there's something like bright 
and airy and awesome about being far enough into labor that support is showing up and it's a good time for it. So it's kind of like re-energizing and things get moving and anything. Anyways, it just becomes like real in that time. And so if you time that correctly, if you time that right, um, then I feel like birth goes much smoother. So that's definitely an option. She's going to do all the hands-on things, all the counter pressure, massage, essential oils, pressure points, all of that kind of stuff is going to happen during birth, probably bringing you things like a comb or honey sticks or chapstick or, you know, whatever. Um, And again, helping you get all the information. And then just a reminder that even though nurses are in your birth space, because I always say utilize the help that is around you, whether or not you have a doula, you have other people that are in your birth space. And Um, particularly in the hospital setting, it's going to be nurses and you could have an excellent, excellent nurse. But the thing is, she's not dedicated to just your birth alone because she has other clients. She has other moms likely that are laboring at the same time as you. And so even if she can spend a a decent amount of time with you, she's going to have to leave at some point. And it might be um, later in labor when you're feeling like you don't want to not have support anymore. So a doula will stay with you the whole time. Now, for an out-of-hospital birth, that can be a birth center, this can be at your home, same thing. The doula can meet you at home. Um, Remember that a midwife may or may not have birth assistance. They'll probably have at least a backup midwife. Uh, But even if they do have birth assistance, remember that the birth assistant is for the midwife. They're a midwife's assistant, and they're going to be paying attention to what the midwife needs first above all else, above your comfort and the comfort measures that a doula provides for a mom during labor. Um, they're also just an extra set of hands. So especially out of out of hospital birth, you know, you've got your midwife, you've got maybe an assistant or maybe a, a backup midwife, but that's it. And so to be able to have that extra set of hands running around and doing things, uh, helping you, supporting you, staying with you, it can, it's just nice to have extra hands. Remember that this person, this doula works for you, not the provider in any situation, whether that's at home or at the birth center. Uh, so nobody's going to be telling them, Hey, will you go grab this or this or this during a time when that doula should be supporting you? Cause they don't work for him. And then a lot of hands-on support, lots of holding space, just like we talked about encouragement, all the rest of that stuff that I've already talked about is going to happen in that out of hospital setting as well. For myself, I will tell you what was interesting about coming home and creating my birth team to have a home birth was I knew I needed to set that up differently than what I did in a hospital setting. And I haven't used a doula in a hospital setting. Um, so I can't I can't speak to that from my own experience. I can just speak to being a doula in a hospital setting. But when I brought my birth home, it was like I have to create a team. I need a team. And so I hired my midwife and I hired my doula and just the feeling in the room from having that support all in one space. It was so good. It was so huge. It was something that I felt like I needed for myself, especially since my other two were medicated, even though my second one, I tried again to have unmedicated. Um, I wasn't successful with that for whatever reason that didn't work out for me. And I thought if I'm doing this at home, I'm going to need all the support I can get because I really haven't done this unmedicated before. So that's where my mind was at it. And then a doula postpartum. So no matter where you have your baby, your doula should come and visit you at least once postpartum. I usually do one postpartum visit. I'm available for phone calls and information and all that stuff after. Um, But they stay with you. So after you have your baby, 
This person should stay with you at least for an hour, maybe two, so that breastfeeding is established or mom's all cleaned up, things have calmed down. I like to make sure mom's had something to eat and drink and, you know, dad is whatever, whatever needs to happen there. Baby's had an opportunity to nurse, you know, if they're doing that and um, that everything is kind of like calmed down. Sometimes I stay until mom gets transferred to the postpartum area. Sometimes I don't, just depends on the timing and comfort and all of that stuff. The best part too is a doula. Now, if you have an out-of-hospital birth and you're seeing a midwife, they will see you sooner than that six-week period. But a doula definitely will. And they should be in touch with you about 24 to 48 hours after you've given birth. They're going to check in on you. How are you feeling? How are you doing? And then that postpartum visit. And a doula that does a postpartum visit well is going to be able to help you kind of walk through your birth experience and pay attention to some different cues and words and emotions that are happening when we're talking about birth. And then also do this like run through of like head to toe. How are you like, what are you thinking about your birth? And how are you feeling about your birth? And how much are you eating? Are you making sure that you're getting your prenatal vitamin? Are you, you know, what are your breasts doing? Like all the way down, you know, to the bottom and making sure that mom's doing okay, that she's taking care of herself, that she has support that she needs, whether that's um, just from her birth partner or from friendly or friends that are nearby. The doula is going to be kind of the first person in the crossroads there, especially for a hospital birth before mom gets back to that six-week visit. That's something in the United States that we just have a little bit of a disconnect on here. There's not enough support between when mom gives birth and seeing them at six weeks. In my opinion, there's a lot of things that if you catch them in that time, whether that be postpartum disorders or breastfeeding issues or anything like that, um, that if they could catch it earlier, mom would have a much easier, much more positive, encouraging, (laughs) good postpartum. So that's another place that a doula can help. So kind of to summarize, there's a lot of good things, obviously, that a doula can do. When it comes down to finances or um, even dad's comfort with somebody in their birth space, those are all conversations that need to happen between you and your birth partner, and you'll have to come to that place of understanding with it. I would say it doesn't hurt anything to interview a few. It's free to do. It's great to hear what they have to say. It'll help you form a decision behind it to say, oh, I do really need or want somebody in my birth space, or I think we're okay without it. And you and I, you know, as a birth team work really well together. And I just, I don't want to add anybody to the birth space. There's no right or wrong answer, but you will find out by interviewing a couple of doulas. So I hope that you do that. So with this week's episode, I hope that you guys maybe took some notes. I definitely think this is one I get asked a lot. Which ones do you want dads to listen to? This is the one for dads to an episode for dads to listen to. And um, as always, if you guys have any questions, shoot me an email at hello at myessentialbirth.com or a DM at myessentialbirth. That's it for this week, but make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you get notifications first as I drop new episode every week. And don't forget to head over to myessentialbirth.com for all of the free downloads mentioned here and to join the birth course and community serving pregnant moms just like you. If you enjoyed this and other episodes, I would love it if you would take a few minutes to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I read every single one and include one at the beginning of each episode. See you next week.